friends, I am just so excited that you are here with me. My name is Ashley Hand. I am a runner who loves, loves, like really, really loves pizza. I started out not able to run a single mile and now I am a two-time New York City marathoner. I'm also a certified nutrition coach who focuses on deep health and that means whole person health. I really get into mindset with my clients and I'm here to share that with you guys. My coaching philosophy really comes down to the fact that better is better and things don't need to be so complicated all the time. I'm so excited to share this with you. If you are listening to this on a run, I am so proud of you. And if you are enjoying a slice of pizza right now, I am so jealous. Welcome to Run Now Pizza Later. Let's dig in. Friends, it does not feel like this would be the first episode of the Run Now Pizza Later podcast if I didn't talk about running. So today, I really want to take you through my journey with running and tell you why it's so important to me. And truthfully, I would not be here right now talking to you through a podcast if it weren't for running because The biggest thing that running has taught me is sometimes you just need to do it. Go out and do it. When you sign up for a race, you don't spend all of your time reading books about how to run or reading training plans or figuring out the best route to run and ignoring the need to actually run. Success comes from preparation, yes, but also from going out there and doing something and trying. Because when you try, even if you fail, you get better. And if you are successful, then that's even better because you're putting in the effort. And what that means for you is that you are gonna feel more confident on race day. That's really what running has taught me. Stop being in your head so much and just go out and do the thing that you are trying to do. My relationship with running has had some significant highs and lows and it has taught me so much about life, about myself. It has made every aspect of my life better. And it's really funny when I think back because my relationship with running, and I'm sure some of you out there also feel this way too, but my relationship with running started off great. When we were kids in the playground or I grew up in the middle of the woods, so like there wasn't a ton to do out there in Rhode Island. So we would just be outside running, playing games, playing tag, jumping in a trampoline. I was very physically active when I was little. Then in middle school is is where I really see the transition as happening in my life. They start ranking you. Teachers start measuring you to certain time standards and you feel like you can't live up. My relationship with running really, really changed because I wasn't able to do it well. In middle school, I got, I think my first and only C 
in gym because I couldn't run a mile in under 12 minutes or 12 minutes and 30 seconds. I don't even remember what it was, but there was some arbitrary time that was set as like a standard quote unquote. And I didn't think that I could meet that standard at all. I thought I was incapable and there was nobody there saying, hey, you just need to slow it down. This is how you can do this. They would just have us run laps at the beginning of class. And then when I couldn't run four of them, I felt like a failure. Running made me feel like a failure. I needed somebody there to say, hey, you just need to go slower now so you can go faster later. You can do this because we all can do it. Our bodies were built to run. But if you don't do it, you don't know how. So running became this thing where you had to work at it a lot, but I didn't know how. So I would go out. I remember there would be days where after I got that C, I was like, okay, summer, I am going to become a runner. I am going to ace that test. I am going to just go outside and go on a run. I'm going to do it. And I did, but I ran too fast and I didn't know that I was running too fast for myself. And I didn't know that if I just slowed down a little bit and went slow and steady and built up, I could get faster. Nobody really explains that to you. So running became a chore. It became something that I just quote unquote, wasn't good at. It wasn't for me. I ran loud and I was made fun of for how I ran and it became this thing that just I had no interest in. I didn't really have any interest in any sports or gym or anything and all of a sudden I didn't enjoy any of it. Anything that involved coordination or pushing myself exercise-wise was off the table because I wasn't coordinated. I wasn't good at it. And we do that. We start to let our ability define who we are and it becomes a part of our identity. So because I wasn't good at something, I didn't try because it wasn't who I was. And the real reason that I'm sharing this story with you is because I wish that there had been somebody who shared this story with me then. I wish that there was someone there who said, just because you couldn't do it that day doesn't mean you can never do it. This doesn't define who you are. Because as a 12 or 13 year old girl, I was really vulnerable. And anywhere you look at like magazines, I don't know, Cosmo, or I probably read Seventeen magazine at the time, Teen Vogue, I don't know, all of those, they make it seem like everything should be fast and easy. It should come naturally to you. I used to see those like 14 day plans to get rock hard abs and I would try and stop after one day because I expected the results to come fast. No one ever said it's okay to be in the journey. I think that's probably the most beautiful thing that running has given me. It's an appreciation for 
the journey. It isn't the race. It's the training period that makes you a runner. So how did I, how did I come to love running? Um, (laughs) When I graduated from college, I moved to Seattle and I tried to, I moved across the country to Seattle. I tried to run with the Couch to 5K app, um, which was fine, but once it starts getting harder, if you don't progress in line with that app, then you kind of feel like you're failing, right? Like if you, if they say you're supposed to run for seven minutes and you feel like it's too much because you're pushing yourself too hard, but you didn't know that's why, it feels like you are being defeated or you aren't good at it. You're just naturally not good at it. And you, if you've already experienced that once before, it can feel like you will never be good at it. All of these thoughts can run through your head the whole time, and it can be really discouraging, which is why I'm here to tell you that one, running doesn't get easier, you get better, but also running is about the long game. It's like that with pretty much everything in life, right? If you are so focused on being good at something, you're going to miss out on the beauty of the journey. If you want to be an overnight success, you are going to be disappointed. Because overnight success is a myth, guys. It doesn't happen. People who are successful are putting in work that you don't see. And running is one of those things where you can't hide from that. You can't just skate by. It forces you out of your comfort zone in a way that is so beautiful and hard. And when you finish, you feel so accomplished that it's empowering. So I tried the Couch to 5K app when I was in Seattle and I wasn't good at it, quote unquote. And... Then I signed up for a half marathon with some of my friends and we said that we were going to train for it, but we didn't. And when the day came, we pretty much walked like the whole thing or at least the majority of it. It was a great feeling to do it. I remember being excited about the race and feeling accomplished after having done it, but not feeling like I could ever actually run that like run for that long, that hard. It was amazing that those people were able to do that. But to me, it was so far out of my reach. Like I would never get there. And every running experience I had had in my life affirmed that I was correct. It was not something that I would ever be able to do. So I put running to the side. I didn't do it. I didn't think about it until I moved to New York with uh, my then boyfriend, now husband. We had been doing long distance while I was in Seattle. And Frankie, he has been athletic his whole life. He played sports all of his life. He's very fast. He played soccer at our college. Being physically active comes not, I won't say naturally to him, 
but he has always done it so it's ingrained in him as a habit whereas for me it is not a habit or it was not a habit it is more so now but we got a gym membership and I was doing all kinds of different fitness programs I I've done them all if 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 you name one I've probably done it but at the time I was trying the Kayla it signs guides and I could I just couldn't make it past week five for some reason we did a whole 30 in September the first time and I felt so good they say you hit this point of tiger blood and I hit that point and I just felt like I was in such a groove I felt so great Frankie somehow (laughs) he convinced me to sign up for a 10k I was like okay I'm gonna train I'm going to do it. This this time it's going to be real. I am going to try my best and make this the best that it can be. I set a goal for myself to run the full 10K, which is 6.2 miles if you don't know. And I started training. And I realized pretty quickly that I just wasn't good at pacing myself. I would go really hard And then I'd have to stop because I was going really hard. And I didn't really ever, it didn't click to me that like, that I could go slower. (laughs) It sounds so silly now, but at the time it was, I wasn't getting it. It didn't make sense that I could go slower and just continue going. Hindsight is 2020. That's why I'm sharing this with you now. It's kind of funny to think back to because... I had no idea what I was doing. It was probably the worst training session I've ever done because I was just uneducated on how to do it. One thing that really helped me, though, during that training period was when I stopped listening to music, which is one of my tips. This is what I tell people when they say that they hate running. What I started doing was listening to books while I ran because When you listen to books, you're listening to the books at the same speed the whole time. So it's easier to pace yourself, but also it's more of a distraction. I only run outside and I personally hate the treadmill. (laughs) It's the treadmill to me. And, And if you are a runner who loves the treadmill, good for you. Like props to you because I just cannot get myself to get on that thing and enjoy it. So I refuse to. I actually don't have a treadmill and I don't have a gym membership now. I work out exclusively at home and run outside. And in New York City, I'm afforded that luxury because there are a lot of running paths, which is great for me because it's distracting and I can listen to books to kind of add a little bit of excitement to the mix. So that's what I started doing. And once I started doing that, things started to click a little bit more. But really what was happening was I was showing up. I had set a training plan. I I made myself a plan. I had a goal. And I did the actions. That is really the basis for accomplishing any goal that you might have. Set the goal. Create a plan. Execute. That's it. That is the secret sauce. That is the recipe for success. It only gets complicated when you aren't sure what the plan should be. That's something that I've learned from running. It's something running has taught me. So from there, I got kind of addicted to seeing how 
much better I could get. How far could I go? And then I started running distances that my husband hadn't run before. And that was really addicting because <laughs> he's like the the athlete. And so when I ran my first half marathon and he was like, I haven't run a half marathon, I was like, I've done something you haven't done. And I felt really empowered and and motivated by that because I'm, we're very competitive people. <laughs> So then he naturally went and ran a half marathon and the natural next step was a marathon. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into with that thing. I, I've done two of them now and both of them have been the hardest things ever. It's taken me two marathons, countless half marathons, 5Ks, 10Ks, and I can't even tell you how many runs, not races, but runs to finally sit here and be able to tell you confidently that I am a runner. I want you to know if you are just starting out with running, if you run, you are a runner. I don't care how slow you run, how, and that slow, by the way, is like in quotations because it's all relative. So what's slow to you might not be slow to me, might be really fast probably is because <laughs> I'm really slow, but I don't care how long you go, how far you go, how fast you go. If you are out there running, you are a runner. Now, if you do not like running, that's perfectly fine. You do not have to like running, but I so encourage you to find some form of movement or exercise that you enjoy because Finding something that you like makes it easier to commit, which is super important because you have to commit every day. Sometimes, multiple times throughout a run, you have to recommit to the run. Running has taught me that it's really not about anything except recommitting. I wake up every morning, I have a, an alarm that I shut off by scanning a quote and the quote says, recommit today, because every time you lace up your shoes, every time you turn a page in a book, every decision you make is a recommitment towards your own identity. And every run that you do is reaffirming that you are a runner. Once you can embrace that and embrace the idea of recommitting over and over again, that's when you fall in love with the journey that's when you fall in love with running. When you realize that it isn't about the races, it's about the training runs or just the runs. When you realize that it's about the long-term vision. Nobody signs up for a race thinking to themselves, okay, I'm gonna sign up and do it. You sign up and think about how you're going to do it, what you're going to do to be able to do it, and you accept the fact that it's all dependent on your effort. Running or whatever the type of exercise or movement you enjoy is, is really about showing yourself the importance of long-term vision. You have to have long-term vision to accomplish any goal. Because like we talked about earlier, overnight success is a myth. If you are a business owner, you know that you have to grind. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the effort in order to see success. Everything that is 
sensationalized as overnight or a quick fix or those even those ab workouts 14 days and you can get abs like that's all it's all a myth so find something that you can commit to that encourages long-term vision because once you can commit to that process then you can apply it in so many other areas of your life and you can achieve what you are trying to achieve the last thing that I will say to you about this process and about running, because it's all about running and it's all not about running, right? Running makes you have this sort of blind faith in yourself. All of a sudden, you are rooting for yourself. You believe that you are putting in the effort that you need to in order to be successful at this goal that you have. I think about racing a lot. (laughs) And right now I'm training for a half marathon. And it's always so interesting to me because in many areas of my life, I I doubt myself and I have to get out of that kind of self-talk. But with running, I can sign up for a half marathon and think that, I mean, it's a big deal, but it's really no big deal because I know if I put in the effort, I can do it. You kind of just have to get behind yourself with a sport like running because you can't rely on anybody else. And you know, if you put in the work, you will see the results. You will see improvement. You will have the reward. You can do anything if you put in the work you need to. And I guess that's really what running has taught me and what running has given me is this knowledge that I can accomplish anything I set my mind to if I do it with the long-term vision in mind, if I do it knowing that I'm recommitting every day, embracing the journey, and if I do it with my full effort, if I give it everything that I have, then I can accomplish anything. And so I'm going to tell you, you can accomplish anything in the same way. All you need to do is focus on the long-term goal and more so on the process to get you there. That's it, guys. Then throw your effort behind it. Even if you're scared, even if you don't think that this is going to work, even if you're afraid nobody is going to care, nobody is going to listen to your podcast, nobody is going to read your book, it doesn't matter. Bet on yourself, guys. I'm betting on you. You need to bet on you too. Throw your money behind yourself. Throw your effort into what you want and you will see success. If you've made it this far into the podcast, I want you to know that I am doubting myself right now as I speak, thinking that no one is going to listen. So if you've made it this far, I would love it if you just let me know so that I feel a little bit better about this situation. But I know you have so much greatness inside of you. You just need the formula to let it free. And if you haven't caught on, yes, running has taught me the formula. It is long-term vision, full preparation, and full effort. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me to chat about running and the life lessons that it has taught me. I hope that this has inspired you to go on a run. I would love to know what life lessons running has taught you, or if you had some major takeaways, maybe some of the things that I've talked about apply to your running or other areas of your life. I want to hear all about it. Or if you have other ideas for podcasts that I should do, just let me know. 
All right, friends, this was so much fun. Thank you for hanging out with me, but I actually got to run. So you can find me on runnowpizzalater.com or catch up with me in real time on Instagram at runnowpizzalater.